You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey, Mel, Bry here. Gotta work from home today, because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. In ancient times... Hey, I'm Joe Iconis. And I'm Jennifer Ashley Tepper. And this is the podcast that's all about my album, Album. Today we're going to be talking about the very first song on the album called Album. Album. (laughs) (laughs) Great job. In later times, Album was a book of blank papers of white. On which you'd write Let's a talk about the song that will start it all off. What is the title song of the album called? Why it's called Album, album. of course. <laughs> you were referring to Album. <laughs> um, now, this is the first song on Album. Yeah. It's the last song you wrote for the project, right? Yes, correct. Jerome Robbins style yeah. like, came in, mm-hmm. told us what it was all about. Um, <laughs> it's my comedy tonight. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's just like that. Uh, how did this song come about? The song came about because I uh, I I was I was trying to think as I was pu- putting all the songs together I was trying to think of what I wanted the, the whole thing to start off with and I had a few tunes that felt like they were potential candidates for the first song on the album song um, but nothing was really nothing was really like taking the lead you know and so initially when I was first uh, you know hatching this project. I, I said, you know, I want to relieve myself of the pressure of writing absolutely anything new mm-hmm. for this record. There's, like, so much to record already. Like, There's so much to record yeah, already. And course. it was, like, and I, you and know. And some of it, so much of it would be new to anyone, but, like, yeah. why write something new? Yeah. yeah, I mean, and some of the songs were, like, basically, you know, never before heard or, you know, once yeah. before heard. And so it felt like, don't write anything new, just record what you have. And then, um, but, of course, I ended up writing a couple new things. Because um, I couldn't help myself, and and the the last of which was 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 this uh, album, and so I, I I really the thing that the thing that was the kicker was once I decided oh I want to call this album album once I was like I that's that that's the title of this thing was there ever anything else you considered calling it um, honestly. Honestly, no, because I there was never another there was never another potential title. I and I for a while it was just untitled, you know, Iconison Family album project. Sure. And so every time I sort of had a you know a, a mental session with myself where I was like, what is what am I going to call this thing? Um, I I never hooked on to anything that I that I I responded to. Mm-hmm. 
And I feel like if it hadn't been called album, it would have been called something that had like 30 words. Yeah, it would have been like <laughs> Fiona Apple style, like a poem or something. Yes. Um, but then as, then I had, it was truly like this flash of like, oh, if I call it album, is that, is that annoying? You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. is that, that feels, it feels, a, and it, to me, it's like calling the whole thing album it almost feels like the equivalent of calling my concert act Iconison Family. Mm-hmm. You know, in the same way that it's like the family feels like it feels so sort of huge and kind of brazen mm-hmm. to like call a group that. Um, it feels kind of huge and brazen to call an album just album, you know? Yeah. And then the more I thought about it, the more I thought of the different sort of meanings of that word and how while it, it is a very sort of you know, short, blunt, you know, obvious descriptor of a massive project, it also conjures up, you know, images of, of, of picture albums to me mm-hmm. and, and family albums and, and this idea of like snapshots that occur through a life. And then it, it started to take on more and more uh, resonance to me, just the word, you know, and, and, um, and then I, then once I got on board with that, where it's like I'm going to call it, I'm going to call it album. Then I was like, there, there literally has to be a song called album yeah. on album, and it has to be the first song. Like it was just <laughs> one of those things where it's like I could not live with myself if I released an album called album and did not have a, song, a song called album it. on it. Yeah. And so uh, that was really the thing that got me to write it. And and we started recording, we started recording the the band tracks. So we, we made the band tracks first on, for the whole thing, pretty much. And then like a, a month later, we recorded all the vocals. And so uh, we, we did this at the top of March mm-hmm. 2021. And so in, in February... It's like right at that vaccine, early vaccine it was, time. Yeah, it was like yeah. right as like some and, people were getting the vaccine. And people, I just say that to like, people weren't doing much yet. It was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, we can finally like see our friend outside yeah. kind of time, and yeah. especially in New York City. Yeah. And so just like being in an album, actually recording music, even though it was like, of course, with everyone in masks and very safely done, as safely as possible, and like band, not singers yet, it mm-hmm. was so like, oh my God, we're doing a thing. Yeah, I mean, it felt like heartwarming and dangerous and confusing. <laughs> All at the same time. And almost everyone who walked in was like, oh my God, like I practiced, but like I haven't played my guitar for yeah. months or like yeah. with other people or, yeah. you know, whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking back on that time too, you know, we were recording in, in Power Station Studios where we've done, you know, many albums and, and Ian Keggy, who's our, you know, producer and engineer and mixer and plays bass and sings and does <laughs> a million things, um, you know, he uh, sort of runs that joint these days. And we were like really the first Thing back in there yeah. after a very long time and, and it was so strange kind of being in there and it felt a little bit like you know a ghost town like right. it's massive studios and it was really just sort of like us Forever. 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 Forever.
Our station did such a great job of keeping everyone safe, but it's very different from how it is now, yeah. um, where like every time you walked in the building, not only would you have to be like, no, I have not tested positive for COVID, like, mm. no, I don't have any symptoms. I felt like every time I walked in the building, I was like, I have not touched a pen that someone who had COVID <laughs> might have touched in the past 24 days. Like, it was just like, it was so extensive. It yeah. felt like yeah. very safe. Yeah, <laughs> uh, definitely, yes, a fortress. But um, but yeah, so so you know we were recording it. Uh, uh, we had these dates booked for the band to start recording, and you know because everything is very expensive um, in this life, the you know we had basically five days to get all the band material that that we were going to have on the album, and it was kind of like if you don't get that material, then you're not going to get it. Mm -hmm. And and so I was I I felt like I have to write the song album before we go into the studio to record mm -hmm. these band tracks. And, uh, and I tried, and, I, and because of that, I, I said to myself, this, this song has to be a short and sweet, like, little song. The, do not feel... <laughs> that always works. Always, yeah, clearly. <laughs> like, do not feel like you have to write something. This is me talking to myself. Joe, I would say to myself, uh, self, do not feel like you have to write a big, huge, epic song just because it's the title track of this thing. Mm -hmm. This one, you should go out of your way to try to write something that is like the shortest song in the album. Really quick, in and out, like three verses, that's it. And so I started writing it, and of course, <laughs> I naturally and it, you know, it organically catch this idea for a song that was like, this is clearly going to be a very long song. <laughs> it's clearly going to be so involved. And, and you know, I, I got into it. I got into the first verse and then um, I just couldn't, I just couldn't write anymore. So I, I didn't finish it for that first initial chunk of, you know, band sessions. And I thought I, I will get to it at some point and we're just going to figure out a way uh, how to record this. And, and it became this thing where all throughout this whole process of making this album, which took months and months and months and months, I would say to Ian and, and Charlie, you know, my collaborators, I would say like, and there's that one, there's this other song coming, but it's real, it's like real short. It's just a little, it's a little song. It's going to be I'm so sure easy. I'm sure they believed you. Gonna, they know you they, very well. They know, yeah. And they'd be like, okay, haha. -ha. Like, it's only going to involve me. It's going to be really short and short and simple and, and don't worry about it. But it's going to come eventually. And so... Uh, because of that, and because of how it all kind of worked out, I ended up not finishing writing the song until the summer, until the summer when we were sort of doing our last little bits of, of recording. And so while a lot of the songs on the album, a lot of the 44 are, are songs that I wrote, you know, in a relatively short amount of time, I, I tend to think a lot about what I'm going to write before I ever put pen to paper. And then when I do, I tend to write fairly quickly, mm -hmm. um, or at least fairly concentrated. Um, it, album was so the opposite. It was the, the actual writing of the song was so sort of sprawling and occurred in, over such a long period of time in so many different places. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know, and I, I started the song in the basement of my, my family's house on Long Island. That's where I started writing it around, um, you know, like Christmas time, probably 2020, and uh, continued writing in the city and continued writing it, you know, going on retreats upstate. And it just was this thing that was like in my life for so many months. And I ended up finishing it um, in, uh, in June uh, of 2021 while I was out on uh the North Fork of Long Island uh, at this hotel called the Soundview Hotel. And I was like kind of on the beach. And it was like, I, 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 I remember like finally getting to the end and being like, I think I finished album and realizing this song is like seven and a half minutes long. It is the exact opposite of what I set out to write. Um, but I finished it in, you know, in this like little hotel, you know, at the seaside with, you know, like, like beautiful sunrises and like, you know, seagulls and, and shit. And, and I remember thinking like, oh, this is, this is like a movie. Like in a movie, this is the sort of place where a writer would like finish a song, right. you know? And it's like, and it's never the sort of place where I ever finish a song right. or I'm ever working. I'm always like, you know, in a rehearsal, I'm always, you know, like here in a rehearsal room <laughs> with a shitty piano. And right. it's like, it was the most sort of like hilariously idyllic place to be like, okay, this is the song. I finished it. Well, the whole thing feels very cinematic. It feels like if there was a movie that was fictionalizing like your journey as an artist and mm-hmm. partially about this album, you would write the song album over many months and like you would encapsulate all the things that were the experience of making the album and like that is clearly what needed to happen for the song yeah. and like no one should have told you that at the time because it would have just made you write slower and think you didn't have a <laughs> deadline but like in all in all like that added to the song and like it's so much about all the times we had in the studio yeah yeah, yeah truly and I think that without it yeah without it literally being about that it 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 you know I think all of those experiences right. you can I think you can hear them in the in the song itself and you know and something else that um, that I, I did in the song that hopefully people will pick up on is, um, you know, I, I, I try to really lightly reference other songs and other things on the album. And, you know, the, the, obviously in the last verse, like I'm talking about, you know, I'm, my imagined, uh, you know, great granddaughter having blue hair. And, and um, I talk about music you can hold, which is something that's talked about in the song um, Yesterdays. And um, there's, the references to climbing up, you know, hills and mountains, which a few of the songs talk about. Uh, and so I just liked this idea of, like, kind of planting little seeds mm-hmm. in that first song mm-hmm. uh, before you launched into this right. whole, you know, three-and-a-half-hour mess. Like, you, you, you were, there were these ideas and these, these thoughts that were kind of, like, secretly, you know working their way into your consciousness. I can't even imagine, like, coming from the place that I do, like, someone who isn't familiar with your work who hears this album and that's their introduction and hearing that song first and Mm -hmm. not knowing those songs yet, like, it's going to be such a cool listening journey for them to get those seeds first. I think so. And, you know, and the the construction of the song, too, it's something that both, like, is I'm excited by it and, and scares me. You know, thinking about people sort of being exposed to my work or this album 
for the first time through this song because it is it is so long and for you know for five and a half minutes of its running time it's just voice and piano it's right. not till the end where where people sort of gradually come in um, but you know I I kind of I I think that you know artistically. It feels correct. It yeah. feels correct that this whole big thing is starting with just me and a piano, and then we literally hear other human beings kind of enter yeah. the room and 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 join in and contribute. You know. Do you think you'll ever perform this song live? Like, obviously, there'll be album release concerts, and there'll be you know concerts mm-hmm. where people are excited about this album. Like, I, it's. Do you think it'll be like a song that's like special to the album, or? No, I think I'll do it live. Okay. I, I do. I'm excited to do it live. Yeah, it's it's strange. I guess I've never really had the experience of like, recording something recording first something for it. public. Yeah, never. Ever. I don't. I don't think that's ever happened. No, I'm just realizing that yeah. now. That's wild. Yeah. First Whoa. Time. Wow. It's just like I feel like Lady Gaga. It's a reference. She, I hope people understand. I don't understand <laughs> it. No. No. Well, just like any you know any artist, like a normal oh, sure. artist who's like they make an album and then they then they perform it. You know. Right. That's how it works. I guess. That's how real people music. Works, um, yeah. We should talk about because this is the first song on the album, and we're talking about it. Just um, you spoke about the band sessions, mm-hmm. um, and obviously, like a very special thing about this album is the fact that like it includes so many people. Um, you get so many of the actors that have participated and like been part of Joy Connor's family over the mm-hmm. years. So many of the musicians. It feels almost like um, at summer camp when you have like cast A and cast one, except in this album, there's like 40 casts, and like every song has a different set of musicians and um, backup singers Mm -hmm. and it it just feels like those band sessions were the beginning of realizing like oh wait like you know all of these musicians who've ever played over the years are each going to get a couple songs it was very cool yeah yeah I mean and that's what I wanted to do that was always sort of the dream and honestly the only the only regret that I have about the entire album is that I just wish I could have had more people honestly (laughs) like it's like there's 70 artists who are on this album 70 and I wish that I could have had 170. And there, even with all of that, there are people who still, when I think about them not being on this album, it like breaks my heart. I totally understand. And, yeah. But you know, there was only so much you could do. And really, you know, honestly, that's where you know I think we did okay. But that's where the COVIDness of it was like. At a certain point, you know, it was hard to have that many people safely come totally. in, and it really required some you know some wild you know jigsawing of, mm-hmm. of schedules and mm-hmm. and uh, you know and and people schedules and safety protocols calls and all yeah. that and so you know I think the fact that we got 70 was was great but yeah I always wanted it to feel like a I want I wanted the album as a whole to feel like a a um the art the artistic you know uh expression or manifestation of the Iconison family shows mm-hmm. of this idea of being in a room surrounded by human beings who you you know love and connect with and having no line between the stage and the audience you know mm-hmm. having a truly feeling like like one one room and I just wanted the album populated with people you know artists who I have a who I have an actual relationship with you know mm-hmm. and I'm so I'm so proud that we were able to do that you know and obviously there's there's a lot of there's a lot of people on the album who have, you know, sort of sparkly names, um, and and there are a lot of people on the album who have names that the the larger population might not be as familiar with. But I'm really proud that every, literally every single person who's on the album, I I have a connection with. They have, yeah. they have done something of mine. We have worked together, or I, I've known them through the work. It's not, you know, there's no one is on this album because of their because of their um, followers yeah. numbers. You know, it's like. It's, yeah. it's for real. And, I, and I'd like to think that that comes across in the yeah. performances and in the whole thing. 
Well, it's also, it's such a special combination of um, folks that have been part of Iconison family for years singing songs that they originated or songs that like they only sang once that mm-hmm. were really special and then they recorded it for the album. Yeah. Um, and then also like the special bonus thing of songs that were not their song from any Iconison family concert mm-hmm. that like, you know, Alan H. Green is someone who's worked with you on many things and yeah. was one of the leads in Broadway Bounty Hunter. And like his song that he sings lead on on the album is like a brand new Alan H. Green moment. Like there's such a good combination of fitting people to like a perfect song, but maybe it was something they've done a million times. Maybe they've never done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that that, that is it's that whole, you know, it's in the spirit of, of, of that, of the summer camp thing, you know? Yeah. Um, it was yeah. summer camp with a whole lot more COVID tests. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the subtitle yeah. of the album. Um, but yeah, but the song itself, I'm really, really, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of. I'm really happy with, and, um, and, you know, and it's and it's true. You know, it start the way it sort of starts. Um, that's like how I, you know, like Googled the word album because I was like, what does this actually mean? You know, yeah. so I, I like that it's, you know, it's both a, it's it's both a song that I think thematically, you know, represents what this piece of work is all about, mm-hmm. and also it's just a, you know. It's a very blunt sort of like, this is what happened. Yeah. You, know? um, you can't say this, I can say it, but like, it's just one of the most extraordinary lyrics like that you've ever written. And I feel like it's very tattooable. I feel like all the people that love getting like, you know, and I think it's so amazing when I have friends or like meet people who have a tattoo and it's like a lyric from one of your songs or a lyric from a musical theater song otherwise that's like um, very meaningful to them. And I feel like within a year of this album coming out, I will be <laughs> meeting someone who has a tattoo of something from this song. I'm oh just my saying. God. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for saying that. It's a prediction. Yeah, and now it's like that's going to be the thing that I'm I'm chasing when I write. <laughs> it's going to be like I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to be chasing like critical or commercial success. I'm just going to be like, what can I write that people will tattoo on themselves? <laughs> <laughs> All of my lyrics are just going to be like, live free and <laughs> play with ponies. That is the tattoo people want. Yeah, yeah. live free. Yeah, and play with ponies. Great. <laughs> hey. Thanks so much for listening or watching to my podcast. Uh, Do me a favor and go to wherever you just listen to or watch this thing and subscribe or like or give us a great rating or review and then head to bpn.fm slash album to find out even more information about this podcast, more ways to watch, more ways to listen and check out my album, Album. Thanks so much for hanging out. Album Podcast is executive produced by Liz Armstrong, produced by Dory Berenstein, Alan Seals, Kim Garris, and the rest of the team at the Broadway Podcast Network. Be sure to visit bpn.fm slash album for both audio and video versions of this podcast and to listen to album. Sometimes critics would murder all the artists, throw Hi y'all, this is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.